Welcome to Season of Change, Transforming Your Life Through the Power and the Word of God. I am your host, Evangelist Jeremiah Joseph, live from Nigeria. I am having my guest here with me, Al Jones, from Phoenix, Arizona, USA. He's a great man of God. He studies management and uh, management science at Texas A&M University, Central Texas, and he lives in Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. He was born in in 1966 December he is my special guest tonight I'm going to be carrying live interview with him how he lives his life as a son of an evangelist and at the same time as a Christian missionary how he share his, how he share the gospels with other brethren he meets on his way and how he shared his he will be telling us on his ministry his missionary experience and how his surviving the COVID-19 quarantine, is making it and is taking out the gospel to the next level. Please welcome with me to the platform online, my great friend, my boss from Phoenix, Arizona, <laughs> USA, Al Jones. I uh, welcome you online to Season of Change in Nigeria. I'm Thanks. happy to have you on. The pleasure is all mine. It is really great to be able to talk with someone on the other side of the globe live and being able to see your smiling face. So thank you, thank you, thank you for this opportunity. I really welcome you so much and I appreciate you. I agree and I say today, you are my great brother from another planet. Welcome. <laughs> indeed, uh, yeah. indeed, indeed. So quickly, this uh, within some few minutes, I uh, will be asking you some questions about sure. your how uh, you start your life as a childhood your childhood as a son of an evangelist and how do you grow up in the word of god and the way you have been nurtured by your mom can you please tell us briefly first of all tell us where you were born just introduce yourself give us brief brief introduce introduction okay. about yourself again thank you jeremiah i'm al jones located here in Phoenix, Arizona in the United States of America. And Phoenix is in obviously the state of Arizona, but it is on the Western portion of the United States. It's really hot here in Phoenix. So that's where I was born here in Phoenix in 1966. I was born and raised here, left Phoenix to go to the military and to the college to the college and eventually returned back here to Phoenix in around 1997. Growing up as the son of an evangelist, uh, my mother, Mildred Jones, who was also here in Phoenix with us, again, she was an evangelist. And what she would do is she would bring my siblings and I with her, my sister Jerry and my younger brother Justin with us when she would tour the, the city. And oftentimes she would be asked to speak to the congregation about women's issues. This was back in the mid to late seventies. So they would ask her to speak about women's issues. And after, that was over. 
then they would ask her to play two songs. She played the piano, so she would sing, and my sister and I would be the background singers singing gospel songs. My brother would often be sitting in the audience cheering us on. So we would do that for years, just kind of go around the local city and doing that. During the weekends, when we weren't attending some sort of committee meeting at church, oftentimes we would walk around the local neighborhoods in the immediate area around the church and we would knock on the, on the doors and we would witness to the people in the local community. We would knock on the doors and we would ask if we could share our faith with them. Oftentimes, we would get rejected. People would say, no, I don't want to listen to what you have to say. They would slam the door in our face. They would tell us to get off their property. So that gives you a, a feeling of rejection at times when you, you're thinking that, hey, I'm trying to help the people that are we're meeting and they turn you away. So you build your confidence that way. And one of the other things we did was invite people over to our homes and we would open up our homes. And for those that needed a place to stay, whether it's a weekend or so, we would bring them over to our house and let them stay as well. I learned that during this ex these ex multiple experiences that you can't, for me at least, I did not feel comfortable forcing my beliefs onto others. If someone is willing to listen to what I had to say, and in return, me willing to listen to them as well, the experience seems to work a lot better. I was stationed in Korea, visited Mexico, and did some missionary work in Belize, so I was able to experience even just for a brief time some extreme property so that gave me a, a perspective on life so what i decided to do was to share my experiences with my own level of hardship with others and that's why i wrote the book that i wrote to share my experiences with overcoming financial hardships to where i am today praise the lord Oh, that's a great one. But I want you to just briefly tell us what gives you more passion for this work that you're doing. What gives you the passion, passion to do this work more? The passion that I I discovered was that I saw my I see myself in others and there's this underlying feeling of wanting to help, wanting to save others from what I believe is is hardship. Just this whole inner feeling of wanting to help and to, to save others, giving them some sort of lifeline to, to help improve their life in a way that they believe is, uh, is beneficial. So that's my passion, wanting to help others. Oh, thank you very much, uh, Al Jones. You know what? One thing I want to ask 
you said your mom she's an evangelist and right. she carry hard mission to work to places i want to ask you something then while your mom in the 70s while your mom was uh, an evangelist and the present situation of united states of america now how can you compare the mission work of an evangelist how can you consider it or what what is the difference to that time that your mom was an evangelist and the present time now the present time in america back then it seems as if from my experiences as a child during that time people were more open to letting you onto their property granted we experienced sometimes where people were turning you away so so i experienced that but back then the people seemed to be more open to letting missionaries onto your property lately it seems as if there is a sense of paranoia that people at least my immediate experience people there seems to be a sense of paranoia of letting people onto your property they're afraid that you know you're going to you're going to kill them you're going to harm them so there's that reluctancy that's mental wall of letting people onto your property so that's the biggest difference that i see from back in the 70s to where it is now okay with the present government in america what are the challenges our missionaries are facing in america these days the challenges missionary is the fear of approaching people to share their faith with with all that's being broadcast on the media and the different extremes in beliefs it appears as if there may be some sort of overload of information if a missionary is wanting to share their faith rather because others that are you're approaching may have heard a bunch of information and they're just inundated with information what i would advise missionaries to do is to approach the people that you want to reach and rather than having your faith on your sleeve as they call it you know with crosses and other items you're wearing just approach them as a kind person and then casually work in your faith into the conversation don't beat them over the head with your faith be a nice person smile then they'll look at you and say well okay there's something about Jeremiah there's something about Al what is it about that person what is it about Jeremiah why do i like him then they're going to say hey Jeremiah you know why are you so happy all the time why Al why are you smiling all the time well i'm smiling and i'm happy because of my belief my faith that makes me happy and that gives me comfort and then it's like little breadcrumbs you kind of giving to people don't again don't beat them over the head with your belief just give them little bite-sized nuggets because sometimes if you beat them over the head you're going to turn them away oh that's great 
I'm happy to hear that. I believe our audience will be happy hearing this. And I want to ask you more questions. And well, what I want to ask you now is the present situation in America. We learned that even on the street, people are beginning to uh, accuse or stop preaching or preaching to or evangelizing people on the street. Is that true? In some areas, you if the evangelist for example here in the US in my own experience if the evangelist is on the street corner and abides by traffic laws meaning you're not in the middle of the street you're within a an unobstructed view of traffic and you're abiding by the laws it appears as if law enforcement will let you speak your mind and share your your faith but it's when the evangelists and missionaries start walking into the street blocking the view of traffic that's where the problem comes in so it's so, stay with stay within the boundaries of the law and you should be okay so now you're telling us that there is no restriction on missionary mission work in america and i can't speak for america as a whole but from my own personal experience in seeing those who want to share the the word of god in an open and public space stay you know if by chance if you need some sort of permit to do so in your area then make sure that is needed if you want to stand on a street corner in a, an area that is not blocking traffic that is not obscuring traffic then from what i've seen in my city that seems to be fine i've seen many of people as i pass by they'll have the the the, spe- the loud speakers in hand they're on a corner they're playing music but they're in a safe area they're not blocking traffic they're walking around with signs but they're not blocking traffic and they're abiding the law and they're they're okay so now i want to ask you this question what is the hope of christianity in america in the next 10 years to come i can't speak for christianity as a whole but what i could say is that be don't be afraid as christians don't be afraid to share your faith with others don't beat others over the head with your faith but use your personal experiences as as you lead your life on a daily basis your smile your kindness use that as a breadcrumb to draw the masses in to you and share your faith that way on a day-to-day basis so all what you're telling us now is now on the love aspect of life we attract men to you and you can win their soul for Jesus Christ oh my great friend i appreciate that My I appreciate pleasure. that. I appreciate My that. Pleasure. What I want to ask you is, can you mention the name of two God's generals that have preached the gospels in America that you know about, that you are aware about? One was my mother, you know, and as I see it, one was my mother. She was very active in sharing her faith with others, and I'm, I was happy to be a part of that experience. The other one that comes to mind that really puts a smile on my face is the pastor of St. James Missionary Baptist Church in Austin, Texas. It's uh Reverend B.W. McClendon, really nice guy, really fun guy, and it was a pleasure 
being in his presence. And one of the things that he would tell people was it's nice to be nice and the best is yet to come. So Pastor McClendon, if by chance if you're listening to this now or in the near future, hey, love you. You've been a great influence in my life. Thank you. So if I were ask you, can you please tell us about your marital life? Are you married? Uh, I am widowed. I'm widowed. My wife uh, died in 2016. So, so I'm a widow. Children, how many kids do you have? None. No None. kids. <laughs> wow. No kids. Wow. You, wow. Do, you have, do, you, do you have plan to remarry? Uh, not at this time. You know, if I get a good offer, then maybe. But, <laughs> but no plan to get married at this time. So what is your plan for the mission work? What is the next phase of the mission work or the next phase of your mission feed? Uh, the next the next phase is to use my my kindness as a, a breadcrumb, my kindness and my smile as a breadcrumb to encourage people to want to know more about me as a person and my faith. So where is your target now? Where is your target? Which country is your target? Are you uh, targeting America, Africa, uh, yeah. or... For right now, it is lo I'm local, and one of the things that I've also have done is I've got an advice column at where I'm dressed as a priest, and what happens is people contact me with their daily problems, and in return, I provide a common sense solution for them. So that's what I have done thus far. Quickly, let me say, you're welcome once again on this platform season of change transforming your life with the power in the word of god but can you just give us a tip within one minute how do you get your financial support for the work of your mission what i do is on the the show the confession from the quarantine show what i do is i ask them to donate to the show for additional support. I use PayPal. I have a QR code on the rebroadcast, also in all the YouTube as well as Facebook posts. I provide a link in the description to where they can click the link and then go to PayPal and donate that way. Well, thank you, my brother, Al Jones. It's nice meeting you. I love you so much, and I hope I will still have you as one of my guests again on this platform, Season of Change. It's a great one having you tonight. We'll meet again by the special grace of God, and I know very short while we'll still make another appointment to still have another interview with you. God bless you and keep you till we meet again on Season of Change. I am Jeremiah Joseph. Uh, from Nigeria, your host. I know that by the time we meet again, I know that you're coming back with a great testimony. Say goodbye to all our viewers, my brother, Al Jones. And thank you again, Jeremiah, and blessings to you and all the people in Nigeria. Love you. Love you too. Keep praying for us. Nigeria is having a tough time now, but we know that God will see us through. So right. bye. Bye-bye. Have a wonderful night. You too. Good night.